the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks Podcast, episode number, It Honestly Doesn't Matter. We discuss the competitive hero clicks environment, as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Jay Solomon, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts, who are all much better and nicer at hero clicks than me. We have usual, obvious co-host, Devin. Hello. We have Jackson, who is very missed this weekend, this past weekend, I mean. Hello. And we have the uh, 2023... Hero for Huntington's, I don't know, singles fellowship, because there was like multiple fellowship winner. Mike Eskew. Hi, everybody. We are very, very happy to have you, especially considering that we hung out, I, I mean, as could be plainly seen, we hung out all weekend before you even got the announcement. So I'm very happy to have you here. Well, thank um, you. Before, before you go too far, I just want to say that I don't think I'm the right fellowship winner. Uh, I think Emily should be the fellowship winner. Uh, first off, she's an amazing human being, and she's always a, play, a joy to play against, and I got to play against her. And, and then, like, the fact that in our game, she was constantly reminding me about Destroyer. Who does that for their opponent, right? Uh, who does that? Yeah. So, yeah, she deserves you're it. Certainly, but, you're certainly not wrong, but she did get a fellowship, uh, what, uh, House of X Factory set a couple years ago? So I think she's doing okay. Nice, nice. Well, she, well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, so today we're going to be discussing uh, Hero Clips for Huntington's because uh, uh, two people that are on the show went, and uh, yeah, it is what it is. So we're going to be discussing, uh, for reference, the formats were the Thursday night welcome event, which is always just a fun, more casual, was the Tracy Brock Memorial, which is just like weird sealed, like really weird sealed. Uh, including Tabap, and I'm very upset because I ended up playing Tabap? Cyclops. <laughs> yes! Yeah, he's Devin. The, the, the Cyclops I was playing was the Tabap Cyclops. Oh, no. A figure mm-hmm. I remember reading 11 years ago and thinking, this is definitely a figure I've ever played. As well as, yeah. So well, I you finally that. got a chance. Definitely something you were looking for. Yes, we're just going to. Before I get too deep into it, I, I, do, I just do want to explain all the, the formats at, at the beginning. So, yeah, so Weird Sealed. Uh, Friday was uh, Scott Porter versus The Warehouse, as everybody knows. Uh, I was very relieved that everybody in the building understood that it was in no way anybody's fault who was actually there, with The Warehouse being uh, a warehouse. Uh, uh, Saturday was uh, Team Singles Constructed, and then Sunday was Singles Sealed, which is on the Eastern one. So, yeah, I guess I already started talking about the Tracy Brock met a little bit. Uh, I got up on Thursday at like 5 to the airport, uh, EST, and then we, and we by the time we arrived at the, at the store, or at the hotel, it was like 3 CST, so it was like a very long day. So then, yeah, so like A player got to play like four. Again, it was really weird to see it. Like there was like, Lord of the Rings, sort of the King boosters, kick-ass boosters, pre-carded stuff. The newest set was like 2014 or something. There was like War of Light and Flosh and Iron Man or whatever. And I think one person actually did pull an Iron Doom. 
which is pretty cool. This is after the review, from the Porter video. So yes, I ended up playing uh, the C player, which is the one that was restricted to all the really weird stuff. So like Kick-Ass, Lord of the Rings, and Tabat, basically, uh, and pre-carded. So I ended up playing, uh, it was like 105 point Cyclops and Tabat, 100 point Tabat Wolverine. It was really weird because he has like random four range. Wait, I still don't know why. It was two boosters and... It was like one one random tab app of which there were some options, some explosion boosters, a war of light. But it was like a lot, a lot of random crap. Streets okay. of Gotham, bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so tab app were some of the better figures. Yes. Yeah, like if, if you so had a tab app, a weird <laughs> sentence. Yeah. yeah. So I I was the one who was allowed was only allowed to play like all the really bad stuff. I played nothing from Kick Ass or Streets of Gotham, and I chose to be that seat because I was like. I'm the only person in our pod who knows what these figures do, and then I didn't end up playing anything. So if I recall, yes, I had uh, Tab Hap Cyclops as my main attacker. He he's like 100 points for 11-4. That's as, as good as it gets. But he also has traded uh, free force blast with eight range. That's actually like almost impressive now if you're like the C player in this format with an event with new small maps. Uh, and then four pre-carded figures. It was like two hand ninjas, an Iceman, and uh, the Destiny that actually got a legacy card, but not with a legacy card. <laughs> it was a really weird one. Amazing. Uh, how many rounds did we play in Swiss? Uh, three. I three. think I went. I went. Yes, yeah, so I went two one personally in Swiss. In Swiss, I lost to Scott Crampton because he had like a stealth team, and my main attacker was was running shot. So I like just on principle didn't really have much uh, interaction I can do. That was that. What about your uh, your day one? Well, the uh, the drive down, we left Wednesday. So mine, mine was a drive. I'm from Texas, so it takes about 11 hours to get there. So we drove, we left Wednesday evening, drove about halfway to Little Rock, uh, spent the night, drove the rest the next morning. Um, all then, like I said, about 11 hours. Got there, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty good spirit, started the tournament. And I'm just going to say, I know it was a bunch of weird stuff, but... I thought it was one of the most fun tournaments I've played in a really long time. It was actually my favorite tournament of the whole weekend. And it's actually the one that I'm the most foggy about because it's, so, it's the very beginning. But it, it was just the one that I just had the most fun. The things that I enjoyed, and this is for people who've been playing a long time, may remember this. I, I enjoyed not knowing the clicks that are coming up next, right? So, for example... Uh, if I don't, I don't know if I need to hit this guy for four or five or six damage, you know, in the modern game, you look at the back of the card and it's all there. Uh, in the old yep, game, if you were playing a long time, yeah. yeah, you had, you had to memorize those dials and then you, you, you know, and then you're, you're guessing and sometimes you, you hit it spot on. Sometimes you overshoot it or you undershoot it and that could literally cost you the game. Um, there were so many times where I misjudged that or they misjudged it on me. And it was just, it, was, it added that extra fun layer of, of just, you know, just that extra randomness to the game. Um, I, it, that was just a really yeah. fun piece of it. And I just really enjoyed playing stuff that I hadn't seen in years uh, and stuff that really never got to play, got to be played at all. Right. Cause we all know, I mean, not everything is good and not everything's competitive, but uh, everything can be fun in the right environment. And I thought it was really fun. That's one of the most fun things I've ever, I've done in HeroClix. I thought so. Yeah, it was great. It was great telling getting to sit across in Scott Crampton and say like, no, Scott, I'm not telling you how many clicks I have left on my fingers. You should know. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, yeah. And also like getting to finally play paramedic 
with new support was just oh nice outrageously good it was like actually too good <laughs> yeah um so it was a great time yeah Okay, okay so yeah, that was that was into... most of my day one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me go into Saturday, Friday, and uh, things are a little bit delayed. Uh, I had a very fun uh, free battle royale because I got to play with Emily, um, a newer player whose name I should remember because like spent some time with him, but like it was a very long weekend to be honest. So uh, and then uh, our friend Kari, who's been on the podcast before, because uh, they gave us a free. Spider-Man Battle Royale to, to uh, make up for the delay. Um, was one of the, it was a, of course, it was Spider-Man. Uh, there was characters that had like 10 round dice at the, on them by the end of them. I think Kari had the Hobgoblin, and that was it. <laughs> so yeah, by the end, it was just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to have like 20 whatevers. Um, so yeah, so that was fun. And then we get into the actual sealed. Uh, I end up basically not being able to do a mulligan because my first set of packs have at least a prob. I'm thinking, as a matter of general principles uh, for Sealed, I just, you know, you can't give up on prob, like that's just not allowed. So I ended up playing that Spider-Man robot. Uh, I made my other main character was Spider, super rare. Uh, I ended up doing, okay. It felt like a team that I had in Mulligan. It was like, fine, I didn't really care that much. It was just, Let's get a, a free booster spider, or not or an early booster spider in, or sorry, Avenger 60th, and just have some fun. So, yeah, playing again, playing against Matt Asbrook in sealed, and then finding that he's pulled like the tentpole is really uh, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one who played against him that tournament, so I can uh, definitely get confirmation there. Um, I had a good game with uh, Isaac Denke. And I used a bunch of charity problems. I had a pretty good game with Dan Powell, where, because it was the Spider-Man set, came down to a lot of RNG, and uh, my RNG just wasn't quite as good. But, yeah, uh, I can't really remember any other specific games, so I guess we can move on to Mike. Perfect, perfect. So what I pulled, uh, I did get to Mulligan, but my first two boosters, uh, I got a rare. I didn't even remember what it was exactly, but I did pull Thanos in my Avengers, the uncommon, uncommon Thanos in my Avengers booster, and that was that's usually enough. That's a pretty good piece on its own. If you guys haven't seen it, it's 175 points, power cosmic. It's just really solid for sealed. Um, but my it's a figure that doesn't need to be printed for sure. I agree. <laughs> it's it's real. It's really good for for the slot. Um, but my un my my Spider-Man booster was was kind of was kind of blah. Um, but I I went and mulliganed, and then my it's funny is my Spider-Man booster was still not great, but I did pull the um, the Doctor Strange that gives out ESD with the one that has invincible top dial. It's just a really long dial with phasing and and uh, prob and. And then I, I also pulled yet again another Thanos. It is the uncommon, so I pulled it again. But this time I pulled uh, the new Captain America Prime, um, which is a really solid piece. I actually think it has, has you know place in the future meta. Um, I, but uh, but yeah, so that was my team. It was real simple, really clean. It was Thanos, Cap Prime, and Doc Strange. Um, I I had a really good game. Um, I know you talked about Esbrook. I basically played an Esbrook type strategy. I uh, 
got ahead on points and then used uh, two flyers, uh, Strange and Thanos, to basically just fly all over the board um, and stay away. Um, they just have, they're really hard to kill. They have ESD. Basically, you have to hit a lot of 20s, 21s, and 22s. Um, which is just really hard to do. I mean, I know there's 12 attacks, but it's just there's not a lot of prob. And if I have prob, and if you do, uh, and then I have Cat Prime. If you guys haven't seen him, he uh, if you roll leadership or willpower, you can heal uh, friendlies that share a keyword uh, map wide. So if you tagged him, he was usually able to heal himself. Um, and if you tagged Doc Strange, same thing. Um, just they were just had a lot of longevity. Um, and then Thanos is stop click and. Again, he's got a really long dial too, so just really hard to uh, to take out. But um, I, you know, I had a pretty good game and uh, made cut first day. Um, one thing I'll say about the, the charity probs are huge. I'll tell you, if you guys are playing in this type of event and you're not using all your charity probs, you're playing, you're not playing it right. Um, but but uh, I hear people sometimes not using them all, I guess. But it, it's that's a, it's just it was such a huge part of the game. Uh, Everything from, I mean, I had one time we went through all five for a breakaway roll. So it just happens. That's sometimes. always the most fun uh, with charity yeah, exactly. rounds, but it's like exactly. some, you just both decide you're fighting over this. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, but it, it's just, a, it's a lot of really fun games overall. Um, the one thing, oh, I meant to talk about my, my BR. Uh, I had a really good BR. I love, I had paired up against all friends of mine because we were all sitting down together. Um, but it was, um, you know, Robbie who rode, rode with me, Robbie Williams. And then we had Aaron Morgan and Beezy. They all just sat down. We all got to play. We all poured, pulled not so great, but Aaron pulled uh, Spider Supreme. So it was, we were all just now fighting for second after that. But we all did have a, I mean, we got to play for free and we still had a lot of fun. And they dropped pricing too, which is, not only did we get to play for free, uh, we uh, they did drop some decent pricing, and so everybody still got to have a really good time. So um, even though it was a little, you know, wasn't ideal, but I think they did the best they could with the situation. But uh, other, other, otherwise, really good day. Uh, it just took a little while to get going, but once it did, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, the, uh, the event did uh, drag a little bit, but it wasn't entirely their fault at all of them, so yeah. It, uh, I forgot to mention it. Did you mention where you pulled out? My rare for my Avengers booster was Ultron, so he was not getting played. It was not good. I ended up giving it away to PJ because he likes Ultron. <laughs> just a bad figure. I haven't seen it. He's yeah, just like psyched up Psychic Blast for like yeah. over like 100 points or something. I don't know. Yep. There's a lot of figure you're already playing in the field. Which is uh, the only reason I ended up having a chance against Dan is because that's what that's what he was playing. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, we can go into uh, an actual constructed format, which is uh, something. So yeah, so silvers or silver teams. I played with Emily as our A player, and was Adam our C? It doesn't really matter. But Adam and Adam Freeman and Emily. I played the Doom Patrol, so a uh, very similar team to singles, but just slightly adjusted. I had to take out my Destroyer. Uh, so I actual, so I had a, an eight-character team, three characters that actually had the Doom Patrol keyword, Chief Crazy Jane, at 20 in teams, I believe, uh, plus the Dark Hold, and Beast Boy Prime, for teams specifically, again, because of the Prime thing, because I only had Destroyer. Uh, and then Chief adds, Sikarian is my celebrity, Deathstroke is my soldier with uh, two mana rings for silver, fire and spectral. In modern, it is the um, one woman lasso because he has injustice league and free attacks. Work well with that. 
Uh, so Soldier and My Robot is the Fulcrum because why is nobody playing that piece? Like, seriously? Like, especially now. Like, Seven Range Frog is just, like, actually, like, incredible yeah, now. Frubs? Yeah, it's like... I don't know. I don't obviously don't do fringe articles anymore, but I feel like that would be like a prime candidate for one. Yeah. So and it's so yeah. good if you have wild cards sitting around. Yeah. Just in my case, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, in my case, Deathstroke is a wild card and uh wild carding uh even wild carding Superman ally ended up being relevant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. as well as yeah, uh, uh Yeah, and then the last characters on my team are Deathstroke's own keyword cheating trait. Uh for team or he adds Casey Green Lantern either way. Uh, for teams, he adds Chip because Beast Boy Prime shenanigans, but in singles, it is uh, a Flash who is another wild card. So, yeah, getting high to stealth on Flash is just, uh, you know, unnecessary, but pretty cool. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, so, for sing, uh, Emily was running her almost theme team of 145 APOC, getting the Soul Sword. Uh, Genesis gets. Warlock or Shape Change mostly, I think. Uh, Star Sapphire with the ring because that's like I thought I like Star Sapphires, but Devin really liked that thing, so I guess I don't know. <laughs> or, I mean, Emily, Emily already won Nats with that figure, and she only got better, so I guess sure why not. So Apoc, Genesis, Star Sapphire, Faust with what I think ended up being the Remaker or like a Shape yeah, Change that's option. Right. It was and then uh, something else. Was it Saturnine? Was uh, it Mike got Saturnine. I what missed what you... I, I don't know exactly what you've said so far. Did you get Carnage Surfer? Oh, no, no. Carnage Surfer. Which was a whole story. <laughs> actually, actually, yeah. So it was either Carnage Surfer or, or uh, Death Metal Wonder Woman ended up being Surfer. Yeah, we practiced both. Um, and it turned out that just without the second offensive piece in Carnage Surfer, the team was much too easy to just sort of ignore. <laughs> if you scored like any number of points against it, you could just prevent it from actually taking points back. Carnage Surfer helped that problem a lot. Mm -hmm. So, and then Adam had... I should know what my teammate played, shouldn't I? I don't know what to add him. I he, can't he, help he on this. He wanted to play it. So I, I trusted He's that the team danger room. was okay. Danger room. Uh, oh, it was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, almost robot theme, but he broke it with Commissioner um, Claire Finn, which uh, I don't think PJ agreed with, but, you know, I, uh, I don't like to argue with Adam because he's... Unlike PJ, he's actually one of the I'm kidding. I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> uh, I love PJ so much, everybody knows. Um, so, yeah. So, this one is going to be impossible for you to remember who I played against every round because, like, under the win, it's under it's Emily's name. And uh, so, I don't even know. I, I wouldn't have my, play, my opponent's names if I wanted to, unless I, like, have to remember who their teammates were. Um, so, no, so uh, I'll try and think of notable games from that day. Uh, Round one was uh, uh, started off pretty strong where I beat Easton, which is a sentence that I'm never going to get to say again. <laughs> um, uh, he was playing, uh, he was on the team of uh, three OMAs. It was like, what, it was him and, the, and both majors, I think. Sounds right. Because um, I'm trying to remember, I think it was because uh, uh, in our round we were table one, so like somebody was in the other room, I can't, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's okay. So, yes, Easton playing full Goblin King with, like, <clears throat> WWE ring, 
uh, two uh, two Manon rings and like whatever. I don't know. He was five points under and he had another five point game on it. Maybe it was a location. I can't remember. Doesn't really matter. So I ended up winning with the other Doom Patrol, which is pretty cool. Uh, he has a pretty bad dice the along the way. Helped. Yeah, the false wave certainly helped. Um, uh, I, I did accidentally cheat one time, and I picked Battle Fury with Sicarian because he had um, three Maker. But like ultimately, I, I ended up winning with more than enough time. So I don't think that like you know, like I ended up apologizing. But like you know, I, I do have to mention it because I feel a little bad. Um, I played. One game against a gentleman whose name I can't remember. Uh, it's like round three. Uh, so I end up having, um, so I end up winning map a lot. Uh, and uh, oh, um, this kind of matters. I have a location bonus on on teams specifically, or it's like Wakanda. So although I end up winning the, winning a lot, uh, winning map a lot because I have theme and everybody else is giving up on theme until Scott Porters are actually legal. Um, I ended up having to pick to go first a lot because I like in the sacking mirror or just like in general because I have Sakari and I want to go first. So yeah, it's a new new. I'm still kind of figuring out new map map dynamics. They're very interesting. So yeah, so uh, I ended up picking Earthx Wakanda for this one game. Uh, I ended up having Deathstroke Wildcard Superman ally. To use the lawyer's ten range mind control to mind control a rookie to then pop their group. That was like an awesome play. Um, uh, we end up making top eight, and I do. I do win. Uh, I think I went. If we went top, I won more games than I lost that day. I remember that for sure. My overall constructed uh, win loss record that the uh, during the weekend was not. Um, more losses than wins, but I did end up having a positive win-loss record that particular day, including winning my top 16 game uh, against the guy that ends up going to get second at singles, so that was pretty cool. Although he was playing, like, an entirely different team. Like, he did not have Ann Maggot there. It was just uh, the only shared key, uh, character was Lashaw, because he was uh, he was actually playing Spider-Man Family with Batman, just to add Lockjaw. And uh, I mean, and Earthax thing too, but like basically, you wanna you wanna get Lockjaw. Um, and then I end up losing in top eight to Ed AB, which was uh, pretty painful considering what a what a nonsense team that was. Basically, Iron Spider and like all of the Construct Makers, and he rolls his leadership on turn one, so Iron Spider gets his special power where I where you can't use where I can't use defective equipment within range, and he has. Flash assigned the beetle pod, so he has like all the swing, and it goes up all the way on his turn one. It was, I think I I I ended up picking picking map and not going first, which I should have done, but whatever. So yes, he ends up being able to cross the a normal sized map on turn one, and like barrier me in my starting area. Just like everything was nothing against Ed, but just like so much was wrong fundamentally with this team. Like there was, there was. I got stop signed in turn one for the first time. It was just awful. Um, and I have having like one line of play, and it just didn't go very well. So whatever. It was a pretty good team. Uh, Getting stop signed in your starting area. Yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then he also had a man god. So even after I did like anything, I just got, uh, yeah, with no ID cards, that that figure is kind of uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you need it's almost figure. like ID cards were needed to balance good retaliators. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I don't like either mechanic very much, but the good retaliators are absurd when you don't have the ID cards to help deal with them. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up going one, two in teams. So that was that for that day. It was a good time. I got my Crafted Pog, which I played today. But uh, yeah. You good? For, ready for me? Yeah, please. Perfect, perfect. So for me, I want for the Highlander piece. I wanted to play completely different teams for Highlander and singles. Um, uh, just, just, just thought it'd be a fun thing. It's very easy to, you know, you, everyone just usually brings the same teams, and I thought it'd be more fun to play two completely different teams with completely different strategies to them. So for the Highlander team, I played Vision Prime at two hundred with a power the power cosmic gauntlet uh, that gives you you know protect protection from all the powers right all the power uh, from pulse wave mind control all that stuff um and then i played star sapphire with the ring kcgl with the ring uh Mudman, and the wakanda mat bonus and then with all the tarot that help with the d6 rolls um Mudman was great, uh, and uh, he was the last minute ad. I'd been playing a bunch of different versions of it, but Mudman was the last minute ad, and he was great. Uh, he did. He was great in certain games, and he just died in others. And um, certain things I was not prepared for when it came to Mudman. Uh, Frogman kills him really quickly. Uh, just he can just ping, 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 and wasn't yep. expecting that. Um, wow. That just. I mean, he just dies. They just walked right up to him and just killed him three times. Boom, dead. Uh, wasn't expecting that. Uh, Danger Room Mags and Sabretooth also really, uh, they take care of Frogman, or no, sorry, take care of Mudman pretty pretty easily too. But overall, it, it, the team played how I wanted it to do. It, it, I don't know how well it would do in standard, uh, in, in the singles, but in this format where everyone's kind of, uh, you know, their hands are tied with some of the resources that they can use. Uh, and so it actually made it to be just a pretty good fit. I really enjoyed playing it. It was a lot of fun. It was a gambling team, every single play, every single time someone would try to attack me, you know, I'm rolling for shape changer, super senses and super fun. Um, let's see here. Uh, my two teammates were uh, Robbie, uh, Robbie Williams and Caleb, Caleb Reddick. Uh, Robbie, he played us first off, Robbie was a stand-in. We were going to have Charlie Garst go with us. Um, he got the COVID, right, literally two days before we were leaving. So Robbie, yeah, so Robbie was a, really, he's a great guy. He'd stepped in, didn't have a team ready. We gave him Charlie's team, and he literally played it for the very first time the day that we played Highlander teams. That was the very first time he played the team. Um, and Charlie's just a really, you know, but Robbie's just a really good player. Um, the team was a super, super aggressive Alpha Strike team that used basically a bunch of lantern bearers as the majority of the offense. So um, it had, uh, you know, Guy Gardner, the Red Lantern one, the Chip, Sinestro, um, Saint Walker, I think it had Death Metal, Death, uh, Death Metal Wonder Woman, Faust, Flash, and then just a bunch of equipment. I think he had Nightbringer on Faust, and then um, Flash had Muramasa Blade, and then uh, could be a little bit more equipment after that. But um, just super, super aggressive. Um, Caleb, he played a pretty hard to KO team. He's versions of this you might have seen all over but it was you know it was a half apoc uh with swords of course uh it was ha ha joker it was mad gym but with double mandarin rings sack with cloak and then a groot i think that's the majority um and he just uses he uses jim to give ha ha joker the pick a power gauntlet um 
and then he lets him go to town from there. Um, really, we, we, we had really good days all, all day. Uh, my, one of my favorite games uh, I got to play, I played against PJ. Um, we actually, he's playing uh, all dungeon, or not dungeon master, sorry, uh, danger room constructs, uh, all danger room constructs. And we, our game went so long, he was able to, he was playing um, uh, Galactus on, um, on uh, uh, Sinister. And he was able to not only bring Galactus into the game, he was able to get the uh, element with the, the converter all the way to the last click. And I was able to get uh, his Galactus all the way to the last click. I think we played something like, you know, 20 turns, you know, approaching 20 turns. Uh, it was it was a really, really fun game. Um, went back and forth, but I was able to get the win on that one. But unfortunately, my my other buddies, they lost their game in that one. But just really, really fun game. Exactly what I want to do when I go to these kind of events, just have a game where we just go at it and go at it and go at it. And uh, it was super fun. Um, I played against a couple of their memorable ones. Uh, you know, Kari uh, was there. He played uh, a Wakanda team that actually I was not expecting. And it had a mix of, you know, uh, well, actually, it wasn't necessarily Wakanda. It was, I think it was. It was literally a Wakanda team. It wasn't. <laughs> What's that? No, you, you, yeah, you're correct. It wasn't literally Wakanda. It, it was Wakanda. Yeah, it was all, yeah, it was, it was, it was all black African American uh, players uh, or, or figures, and it had everything from Teen Lantern to Duke Thomas to Maggot and uh, Micron. Sam Cap was just, the main Sam, thing. Yeah, he just came and got in my face and was able to do quite a bit um uh, quite a bit of damage on the team he was able to kill pretty much everything except for um vision and vision was able to just again be able to squeak it out on points at the end but just really really good game there and then i played against the spider-man prime it was actually the first time i've ever played against played against that i forgot the guy i played against but um man that piece is really really good got in my face and just beat the crap out of me but um uh that's where my lanterns made a big difference uh they were able to just so, you know those, those all the rollouts are great but when they don't sometimes they just don't connect uh they just and then if you can roll a six on a blades twice or five and a six on a blades with a with a chainsaws and they connect that's just that's just really detrimental and that was one of those games where that's that's made the difference in the game um but but i i i can't really i don't i'm not gonna be able to go into as detail as jay did on all of my individual games but just super fun all around uh we did make cut uh we did make cut the things i was most worried about affected when affected me which was uh switches and Iron Spider Prime, I was not really prepared for Iron Spider Prime at all, but switches I was quite a bit, but um, I did get switched. Vision did get switched, and that video goes down pretty hard when that happens. Um, I did. That was by uh, uh, Kevin Nelson. Um, just to kind of mention Kevin Nelson. Kevin is a fantastic player, uh, one of my favorite people to play, uh, maybe second to Emily, uh, but Kevin is one of the, I think he's just a fantastic player. Um, the uh, he played Onslaught, which already I mean I was high fiving him all weekend for playing Onslaught because I'm a big big fan. Oh, so he played he played Onslaught and Switch together, um, which just I I loved. Jeez, oh, and he had Mad Gen and Mad Gen. That is so, so dirty. He, wow. Yeah, he he was usually giving the pick a power gauntlet to Onslaught, which Sweet. was fantastic. Um, wow. And uh, it, it, the first time we played, we he actually played the same team um, in both. 
in both the Highlander and the singles, and I'll talk a little more about that one. But in the first game, in the the Highlander, he was able to get me uh, all because the pick of power gauntlet. I and all you got to know is I won map. I put him on data mine, which we all know what that is, and I felt like I'm in a pretty good position. My team is super. You know, I've got lots of walls. I've got lot. You know, I can. I think I can do pretty well here. Um, and I decide I move up and I decide to not, I don't think he can reach me. And there's no way he could ever reach me the way I have it set up. Or at least I didn't think he could. And I felt pretty confident. So I did not put my barriers up. I was trying to save my, um, my constructs for another turn. So I could be a little more offensive with them, um, or be able to move up and, and be able to barrier the next turn. And, uh, what I forgot about, since he put the pick a power gauntlet, um, I added all the math, I checked all the perplexes, checked all the possible ways he could phase. Um, and then what I forgot about is the pick a power gauntlet will give you the access to pick sidestep. And that gave him not one extra square, but two extra squares. So not only did he have the three on this perplex to get what he needed, he was able to get the additional two squares on the movement. And I didn't count that. And he was able to get the jump, oh, the drop on me. And it was just a huge deal. And it was a fantastic play right on Kevin. Uh, and he was able to do that. And um, but yeah, he was able to to knock to, to just to just that was the that was the thing that put me on tilt, and he was able to just stay ahead from there. Um, he just wow. was fantastic, fantastic play. Um, let me think here. The I think that's really that's the main things there. I made tops. We made top sixteen. The we played our in top sixteen. We did uh, play against Calder, Matt Reed, and Spencer uh, Spencer White, and we uh, we had fant another fantastic game there. One thing I'll say about Calder, he had the other thing I was scared about, which was the Iron Spider Prime, um, and he just was able to. What he was able to do was he killed my lanterns quickly, um, and which is the right thing to do. And then he just able to lean on me. All I had, you know, he had the he played the um, uh, what's it called the um, the mat bonus that allows you to reroll leadership but or give you an automatic success. And so he can just uh, he can just be very choosy or picky and choosy when he uses that. And then he has so much offense that uh, my nineteen. Uh, when he comes out with me twice, doesn't really mean anything anymore, right? So, um, so that's 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 kind of what happened. That's exactly what happened. He was able to come. Well, first off, he frogman me. He frogman my mud man, and then he just just leaned on me until I was dead. So, um, Calder played great. We had a fantastic game. I also really love playing Calder. Um, and one thing that was great about this one is the team, uh, my 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 group, my my Highlander team. We were able to, uh, even though we lost to Calder, Matt, and Spencer, they were elected to be, they were chosen as the fellowship winners for the team event, the Highlander team event. And so, um, which means that even though they were competing, they, they got moved on to top eight. And then, and so if they, uh, they gave an extra stipulation that if they were to finish in top, in top one or two, uh, where they would get to uh, create something, their, their fellowship prize would actually fall to us. And I think their fellowship prize was actually to, is it, I can't remember if theirs was a bystander. The, the three big ones, obviously, are map, bystander, and um, legacy card. Which one, do you remember which one they got, Jay? I can't remember right now off the top of my head. I don't remember. Um, I, I, I would, I think they would have gotten legacy card. Maybe, they, I think you're right. I think it was legacy. And, 
And then the other one was, yeah, it was bystander and map. And so the thing is that, so we were, so it was really fun for us as another team. It was really great to root for another team um, because even though we were eliminated, they, they, they took us out, but we were considered, we were the, the runners up. And so it was really fun rooting for them. And, to, you know, they got, they got knocked out, I think in top eight or top four, I can't remember. And they, uh, but it was really, really fun rooting them on. Um, let me see here. I think that's 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 pretty much the end of my day. But just super super good day again. Uh, oh, the only thing I'll say is we uh, uh, our last game. We this is where it gets to where we probably weren't as prepared as we should have. I'll tell you, I wasn't as practiced. I was I did not get enough practice in beforehand. Caleb was super practiced and he he was a rock star weekend. Uh, Robbie, unfortunately, but one of the things is it's a bad thing about us playing so shooting from the hip as we did with throwing, giving Robbie the team, we made an assumption that we had everything together with us. And uh, Robbie was doing a big play where he was coming over with his lanterns. He was dropping, you know, uh, 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 he was dropping, you know, an attack pog and another attack pog, and then he was going to drop his barrier pog uh, at the end of it. And then what he realized, the order of the sequence that he was dropping them, that he did not have the green stop sign with him. And the order that he was setting up was to attack, 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 and then stop sign him. And and then he, uh, if he'd done a little bit of order difference, it would be fine. The thing is, we just all assumed it was there. We all had multiple copies of it in our room. We just didn't look through it a little hard enough. Um, doesn't mean that it would have necessarily won, but it would have been a, it was a critical play. And it was like, we were like, oh, it's like kicking the nuts there. But anyway, um, hope it's a, but it was, it was still a super great game, super great fun times. Um, just had a, had wonderful games all weekend, all, all day, all day. I think that's it for me yeah. on, the, on that part of it. And then do you want to switch to the sealed, going back to sealed? Oh, sure. Yeah, because uh, you yeah. made the cut and I didn't, so please. Yeah, so then we they did the cut for the sealed from the previous day because it went so late. Um, I had my top 16. I got to play Matt Esbrook. He was actually playing a very, very similar team to mine. As I said earlier, I was playing Thanos, Cat Prime, and Doc Strange. Um, he was playing the same Thanos. He was playing a, a Doc Strange, but a different Doc Strange. It was similar, has phasing, has... Um, uh, I think it has super sense. I can't remember the exact, but it has prob, same idea. And then he was at Black Cat and he had Miles Morales. So his his uh, smaller pieces were a little weaker than mine. And that's the difference in the game. I was able to take out um, a Black Cat and take out Miles. And then he was able to take out Cap. And then I, just, I was able to run most of the game. Um, I think I eventually did take out his, uh, his Doctor Strange because he had to play super aggressive to try to win. And then um, what he was funny is afterwards he uh, he told me that uh, he, that it was really funny that I out I, I esbrooked him. Uh, he said that he um, the main thing is that he said he's been doing I did to him what he's been doing to everybody else for years, which was just get ahead, stay ahead, and literally I ran for probably thirty minutes for the last two games. Um, because that's <laughs> I, I like the guy personally. <laughs> I yeah. just don't look forward to playing heroes against yeah. him. Oh, no, no, no. We had, a, we had a really fun game. There was nothing wrong. You know, it was super great overall. But, yeah, you know, he, he was he, he got a little he, – he, we all get frustrated when those type of situations happen. But he played cool all day. No no issues at all. I just thought it was funny that he said that at the end. Um, and oh, yeah. he talked, I, I, uh, when we played, uh, I actually, like, thought, oh, he was actually playing at, like, a totally reasonable pace when he wants to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
it was all, all really good. All no no issues. My and my top eight, I got paired against Robbie, uh, who came with me. Um, Robbie had a fantastic team that just made me a believer in uh, Spider-Man Noir from from the new Spider-Man set. Yeah, that um, figure's uh, good. If you don't know, yeah. So if you guys haven't looked at him, he's he's got sidestep, he's got uh, flurry, he's got stealth. Uh, he's got shape change and super senses. Um, he's got the Spider-Man team ability. He can drop two pogs. Um, one of them gives you empower. One of them gives you access to outlet. He gives you the wall crawler. You know the the I think that's what's called the wall crawler team ability or not, uh, yeah. traits. Um, he's just fantastic. And Robbie just came over and just five damage, five damage, and then just did it over again. And just it was just too much. Yeah, Mike um, White pulled him at back-to-back sealed tournaments for Spider-Man and uh, won both tournaments very easily. <laughs> he is so good. And so, yeah, I'm a believer. I I instantly bought one, and this piece should not be a $12 super rare. This is a really good super rare. Um, he's eight clicks long, um, really good stats all the way da- down. Um, I, I think he's just fantastic. So, um, but yeah, just uh, so Robbie took me at Robbie's team. Um, he also had Starbrand. I don't know if you guys looked at star brand and from the new avengers set she's fantastic uh relatively short dial i can't remember the exact five six clicks something like that um a little expensive you might may seem a little expensive on the surface but she has a really neat thing i don't think we've ever seen this in hero clicks from a from a shooting pe- perspective um she has a she has running shot but she has a uh power make a ranged attack or something like that and then what it does is she gets to everybody she hits the main person and everybody within two squares of that person or what it does is they get they do her damage to all of them right so uh it doesn't use bolts so you don't split the damage but you attack it's kind of like the old spider-man that could go in and he could punch and he could punch everybody adjacent but you could do all of his damage to everyone it's the same type of thing, but it's all in a ranged, uh, ranged format, and it's within two squares of the target. I think I'm getting that right. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's a fantastic ability. Plus, what she was, what what Robbie was doing was he was mainly using her. I mean, he would shoot when it's the right time. But his main thing he was doing, he was pumping up, um, pumping up uh, uh, Spider-Man Noir. Uh, Starbrain has a really cool power. It's like power. Pick up friendly um and then they get power cosmic plus one to all their stats and you get to use a power that she could use something like that i may not be getting exactly right but something like that and it was just fantastic just souping people up in this case spider-man noir and then when you're dropping your uh your your um uh what's it called that the power pog used to swing in for a lot uh, and just the stats through the roof so just and field just was a lot to deal with. Um, but Robbie, Robbie was able to take me out. He actually went on and lost in top four to the eventual winner. But uh, but just, yeah, I, I really had a good, good sealed, sealed day. Uh, Avengers is uh, I, it's it's pretty good. Uh, as good as a sealed set, I thought. Um, and then I think there's more there than I I don't know. When I was kind of looking through it originally, didn't see a lot of gems. And then now that I've played it and seen how things played, I think there's more there than I thought. So I enjoyed it. It's kind of long-winded. Hope that's okay. No, no worries. It's uh, it's also a new set, so it's good to know. I don't think we knew what Starbrain did before the day. So it was interesting, like seeing people pull stuff and actually like like Emily pulling the Super Air Prime. Uh, right next to it was pretty cool. We hadn't seen it yet, so yeah. Uh, I guess we'll go to Sunday, which is singles. 
which is like the only format that we like will be actually talking about in any detail since it's like the only format that we'll see play again. So yeah. So I played the very similar Doom Patrol, uh, just a uh, different Beast Boy. Played the uh, the Uncommon instead of the Prime and the and Flash instead of Chip, like I said. Uh, and not having Green Lantern's Doom ability, like, was definitely less good than having the Green Lantern's Doom ability. That is a, a definite uh, thing that you want to have. It's when you can, especially in your wild cards. Uh, I ended up playing, or ended up going two and three. Uh, I had a good game with Isaac again, or Isaac Denke uh, again, uh, where I won. Um, it was brutal because uh, he had a high-impact tarot card, <laughs> which ended up doing more for me than for him because he pulled uh, the high priestess. Whichever one increases D6 results by one. I, was, I don't know. Um, of wands. Sure. Okay. So I, and then I have Deathstroke. With his, uh, if he multi-target, if he hits more than one opposing character instead of normal damage, whatever, or instead of the standard pulse wave damage, he can like roll these six and divide the damage. So <clears throat> a lot of my play, a, a lot of my plays ended up involving uh, the strict pulse waves just because it's uh, pretty powerful. So, uh, which is part of the reason why I had the, uh, the two damage tarot in my deck because depending on you know situation, whatever, I do two damage to everybody or roll these six could be good. So against Isaac, he has the uh, that tarot card. I roll a crit with Deathstroke against um, Blue Marvel is in the Pulse Wave because that's like the one range doc that you can do it in because it's not going to Pulse Wave. Um, and Sakari and Iron Man. Uh, I roll six. Sakari was not on his top to so I didn't need to deal all seven to one-shot him, but I could have, is the point. Um, and then I ended up knocking uh, Blue Marvel back next to Beast Boy, who doesn't have any movement attack on his dial. He just has uh, one of those switch by click, like to another color dial. She just has like one, his, his line where he tends to, so he starts on a, a flying passenger for a special power with ESD. Uh, he goes to Flurry, 18 Defend, which is where he stays most of the time and actually does have one like. Poison reflexes, plasticity, or something, which I don't think I ever use. But so I end up knocking Blue Marvel back into Beast Boy, who again just has standard flurry in the integrity of the KO. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I ended up having a, ga uh, a good game against Robert Gallagher, who uh, I had not spoken to before this weekend. I like was speaking to him before I realized that I knew who it was. He was playing his like double Mr. Sinister team, which was fine. Uh, when I built my teams for the event, I knew I wasn't going to do very well because I just wanted to play what I wanted to play, which in this case was Doom Patrol. I mean, it wasn't like a terrible team. Like, I still had Sakarian on both versions and like good stuff, but like I pretty much knew that I wasn't going to do very well against any sort of serious team. So we had a really That's fun game. We had a pretty good figure. Yeah, yeah, they're all yeah, it's reasonable, but like I'm not playing like you know the really good figures right yeah. now. So. Yeah, so I, we had I was in that game, but we had uh, just a really good game. Um, we had a, a good talk. Uh, Andre persuaded after uh, I lost to Emily, which is uh, I mean, it's fun to play against Emily, but it, it's when well, you play against her a lot and you know what getting destroyed by her looks like. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not the most fun that you can have. So yeah, I got destroyed by her. Um, yes, Isaac, Emily. Or no, I played against uh, 
I had a game against uh, Mission Void team, which was cool. Getting to see Indigo one was cool. Uh, and then my last game with Swiss, where I ended up going to, uh, I was 2-2 going in, but it ended up not mattering because like, my opponent ended up wiping me. He didn't make me either, and he started with more points, if I recall correctly. So um, he has an animal team with like Lockjaw and Maggots and like, and, I mean, obviously not all animal teams are the same, but like, Basically, I ended up getting very lucky, and I pull and uh, I get my pulse wave tarot card on the exact correct turn when I need it, where I can have um, most of the and Desperate Pulse of his entire team. Uh, but I just whiff, and it's just like okay, it happens. Like I'm not an alpha strike player, but you know sometimes when you just go for those big big attacks and you miss, it's like okay, you know. There's certainly worse ways to lose a game than to um, just miss your dice, so. So yes, I ended up placing. Uh, I think I ended up playing eleven games between uh, Saturday and Sunday, and I ended up going five six to my count. So not unhappy. Still won five games with the Doom Patrol, which is not nothing. So it's so much know. fun. I had a good time. <laughs> it so it is events. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I don't remember if I if I ever got to the. I I mean I yeah it, it didn't matter, but I did get to play. The one thing I wanted, which was the Saki mirror, where I have outsiders and they don't, so they can uh, kind of eat shit. So yep. <laughs> got to do that one time. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, for some reason, outsiders is like the only uh, thing that didn't have its minimum range change. So it's still six, which is actually like pretty That's good. Do you so, think I just forgot? I yeah, maybe. I mean, to be fair, like before. The team bill hadn't been used since Rebirth, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was, like, one in Rebirth or something, and it wasn't a playable. Literally, yeah, just the one Batman, yeah. Not, that's not true, there was, like, four, because, like, okay. there was the, the Dark Trinity, and then... But, yeah, it's uh, close to a dead team ability. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I had. Um, and see, for me, um, like I said, I wanted to play something completely different. So I played an X-Men swap, and before anybody grumbles, I'm like, mine's a little bit different. I played Groot and Surtur, Apoc and Genesis, Professor X. Uh, oh, Apoc and Genesis both had swords. Professor X uh, with Emo Mod, Sack with Cloak, a Moldoid, and I had five Wendigos, okay? Um, <laughs> so the it's just, it's completely, like I said, it's completely different. Super, a lot of offense. That's a meme number, uh, two by two. Yeah. <laughs> It was just, I just, uh, Dustin and I, we talked about the number of Wendigos, and it's like uh, two or three you can deal with, but like you get to five, six, or seven, you just, it's so hard sure. to, right? You yeah, can't. you play so, two or three, your opponent shoots them. If you play five, yeah. your opponent shoots two of them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then when you layer with Groot and Surtur, you know, it makes it even more, there's a lot of targets, right? So, uh, Surtur especially targets. is really good at putting wounded tokens on if he ever gets to retaliate. Or sack, right? Sack picks pulse wave. That's yeah, how yeah, I'm doing. Absolutely. I'm either doing sack with pulse wave, surter, or just hitting with other guys, right? That's how it usually works. Um, my first, this one I have probably have the most information about. Like uh, my first one was a mission point team. I can't remember the guy's name, uh, but it was fantastic. I will tell you, he had 19 points, turned four. Okay, if I had, and then and if I hadn't, um, if I hadn't taken him out that turn, he would have won. 
right? So uh, what he was doing was, I may be getting some of these wrong, but he was using Red X. So the one that makes the oven, the pizza oven. Yeah, Red X. Yeah, yeah. Red X, uh, Uatu, basically the watcher that gets it from Probs. It was the... Herbie, who gets mission points from when sidekicks die, he'd come back. And then um, Indigo One, who does the healing. And then his trick, how he was doing it. I know different people had different ways of doing it, but he was using Crazy Jane. Crazy Jane would then damage herself by clicking to another, another uh, at the beginning of the turn. And then he would uh, then heal Crazy Jane. He was getting, you know, two to four you know, uh, mission points that way. The the oven, he was getting three. Oh, here's the thing. He has, the oven works because if you have, if he has more standard characters around this oven than I do, then he gets, I think, three mission points or something like that a turn, or he gets a, a lot. And so uh, all I know is I don't have a lot of standard characters. I have a bunch of giant colossals. So I have to just try and just spend turns killing them. Um, and then by doing so, again, it allows him to bring them back and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, but yeah, he uh, had gotten to 19. Uh, he was very, very, very close. Um, uh, I think a he good way to beat retaliation is never have to make an attack. Exactly. Oh, that's the thing. He never made an attack. Exactly. Yeah. Never made a single attack. Um, and that's what he told me at the very beginning. He's like, uh, don't worry. I'm not going to kill anything, but I'm going to try to win. Um, and, and it was it was, it was, was a really great game, and he caught me way off guard. There's things there. Mission points are starting to get pretty scary. Uh, there's an engine there that I think once it you know it just keeps getting tweaked and tweaked, it's going to get to where – I mean, four turns at – four turns of getting 19 is pretty dang close. I mean, I think if you can get it to three, to three, you know, if you can – or make it to 20 on four – I think that's a winning team. So it's yeah, the, it's interesting with mission points because, like, if you can make it consistently on three, they're probably too strong. That's if you can true. make it consistently on four and like you're not killing anything, they're probably too weak. So, like, yeah. is there a balance <laughs> where right. they're just fine? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, all the good mission point teams require interacting with your opponent as little as possible, which is not good game design. So yeah. I just I do appreciate alternative win conditions because not everybody wants to play the game the same way that you know that same way. Some people want to, you know, like they like the challenge of playing a certain way, right? So I appreciate that. And yeah, and I think they're fine if they're a little too weak, and it's like a fun challenge to try to make it work. Mm-hmm. And WizKids uh, has shown a willingness to change things when they are too strong, like the Uatu Arata and stuff. So I, I, I agree. I agree. I think it's fine right now. I, but I think I think they're gonna. I think it's 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 a here. It's not something you can't dismiss anymore, right? It's definitely something that's challenging in winning games. Um, it's just got to be tweaked enough to where it's consistent. The uh, my second game I played uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Nelson again. He was again playing that onslaught switch team. Um, uh, I did win map again here. Um, the this one it did go more my way. Uh, he was he was pretty brutal. He was killing. I mean, he was killing my Wendigos and all that stuff, but Sack was able to flurry onto Onslaught, and he just, you know, 4-4, four, four, uh, just a lot against Onslaught if, if he doesn't make shape change or super senses, and he didn't, and uh, then I was able to take him out from there, um, and that was just a big, big, big hole for him to dig out of, um, but uh, just 
still really good game. It was really close. I think it was like 260 to 230, something like that, within 20 to 30 points. Very, very close. And it was the difference was dropped equipment, you know, that kind of thing. You know, we all know when you use a gauntlet, it's 30 points. He's bringing it from outside the game. But if it gets destroyed, it's just a lot of points. Um, and that's happened to all of us. But really, really glad I got to play Kevin. Um, then after that, I lost to Emily. She not only kind of beat me she kicked my rear left and right and up and down and i don't even i mean it was just really brutal um she's using carnage surfer like jay was talking about and it's just it is just i don't know it's way better than i thought i thought it was really good i thought it was maybe under costed a little bit i didn't think it was this good um but definitely against my team i don't have a shot she comes over kills three windigos oh, kills three windigos <laughs> or kill, you know, kills, kills uh, yeah. two, you know, it's just, oh, and then that's it. At, at uh, top dial immediately. Yep, exactly. And then, then what do you yes, do? I'll die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So uh, then I, after her, I played uh, a newer player. Um, he was playing a Century Prime, you know, uh, I think it was, uh, oh, Sky Tyrant the Finimags, just some stuff like that. Uh, he it was pretty strong. It was quite a bit of offense. But I just have I just have too much for him, and he's got a lot of, uh, you know, I uh, think he's got a lot of invulnerability and impervious, and I have a lot of exploit and just just lots of shoot through. So I shoot through him pretty Did quickly. You play against Rylan? Rylan, that's who it was. Yes, yes. Yeah, really nice did. guy, really really nice guy. Uh, and he's as a kid, he's trying or he's trying. Somebody who's I feel like he's really trying to learn the game. I think he definitely has a good grasp of it, but he's just trying to get better. And really, nice yeah, guy. he won some like semi-local tournament to him with uh, that team. Oh, I got you. Uh, it's, it, it, ago, so. it's quite a bit of offense for sure. Quite a bit of offense for sure. Um, then after that, my last round, I, I can't remember if we had. Do we do four or five here? Who else is I think it was five. Well, yeah, One, I played five. Two, games, so three. Or I may be missing somebody, um, but my last round of Swiss, I played against uh, Lucas, um, and this is another one that it just wasn't close either. He was running Mystical Team, four Tri-Sentinels, a Switch, a Gem, KCGL, a Windigo, and I think that's the majority. Um, he won map, and he put me on Ancient Hold, uh, which we all know how bad that is with Tri-Sentinels. <laughs> The the old days, it wasn't so bad. Uh, I played against Tri Sentinels when I had a heavy Colossal team, um, but the fact that now that you can walk through blocking and end on the square that you destroyed, oh no, yeah, that is a bad implication for Tri Sentinel. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play against Lucas on his best day. That sounds like his best day plus his best figure got a, a big buff. So, exactly. so <laughs> he literally just walks over and just, you know, just ping, ping, pings and just can just destroy everything as he walks through it and then just kills a whole row of, of, of you know, Wendigos as he does it. So, I mean, it is it is what it is. I did score some points. I killed a few things, but it wasn't close. And that's fine. Um, I was able to squeak into to top cut. I went three and two, like I said, losing to Emily and to Lucas. Um, and then, um, but I made, I think it was top, I think I made 15, something like that, 15th seed. But unfortunately, I was paired up against the number two seed, who was Lucas again. Um, and so this time we, we said, okay, we're going to roll for map. Oh, so we're going to roll for map. And then, uh, and I told him, it's like, if you win map, you could, I'm going to just call it. I hate doing that, but there's, I have no shot at winning if he wins, if it's an ancient hold. I just, there's no shame in that. If you, 
You literally had just played it. Like, yeah, exactly. And it wasn't close. And so I said, well, if I win, Matt, maybe there's a shot. Because, you know, I'd been practicing, you know, like, obviously, sack and pick, you know, pulse wave. I have a swap team, so I can swap into Venom Mags and all kinds of things. And I can get sack where he needs to to pulse wave all of his. Uh, if I win, Matt, I can pulse wave all of his tri signals when they're dead. Yeah. Okay, so I feel pretty strong about that. I feel like, okay, now if I win map, I'm in this still. I mean, yeah, he's going to kill stuff, but I can, I got, he's not going to kill Sack in one turn, and I can do that. And so I felt strong. The problem with this, though, is when they, when they, they announced cuts either before or after the fellowship piece, and I was, I was pretty flabbergasted about the fellowship. Uh, it was really awesome to be considered for that. Um, and, and so it was just, I just kind of taught me, caught me completely off guard. And then they told, they, they said, here's the fellowship thing. You're going to do all this stuff. You're going to get to do all this stuff. You're getting all these prizes. And then, Hey, by the way, go, you made top 16 and you have 30 minutes for lunch or whatever, something like that. I think Jay, this is when I left you. You were going to come yes. with us, and I left you. So yeah, yeah, you I, were in a rush or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I ran to get some something to eat. I came back. Uh, I was just I, okay. We you know, really quick. I set up my for the map. Did all the things. I won the map. Ready to go. Uh, and what happened is uh, I totally forgot about that play about using Venom Max. Totally forgot about it. I left Apocalypse and Genesis on the map, and uh, I was so kind of like I said, it was the whole. Uh, shock of the fellowship, the race, the running. I mean, that's the that's the play when you play sack against those guys. Totally forgot about it. Just just totally forgot when I swapped, and then um, uh, then I remembered right after the swap, and we ended turn one, and I was like, crap. And uh, yeah, and so I lost that one too. So I was eliminated in top fifteen um, or top sixteen, and uh, but. I, no, no shame and no, I'm not sad ever losing to Lucas. Really good games all around there too. So, um, I mean, we, we did agree before you played that game that the result didn't matter. So, yes, that's true. That is true. The, uh, the one thing I will say just about the day in general, just, or just about the weekend in general is, man, I, what I like about this, about these, this, this event, um, so I'm gonna get a little sappy here for a second, but I was trying to figure this out. Like how come these weekends mean so much to me? And you spend, you spend, you know, you're prepping for all this game and to care about the game so much or care about my friends that are there. But, but really what happens is the downtime in between the games turns into something special, right? You get, sometimes you get five minutes, sometimes you get 30 minutes, sometimes you get a whole hour almost in between, in between. And you sit there and you talk to the guy you just played, or you talk to someone who's standing outside, or you talk to someone wearing a cool shirt or talk to someone who knows someone else. And then these little interactions go from these small, hey, what'd you play? Where are you from? Next thing you know, you find out that so-and-so just got married or so-and-so just had a kid. And then you want to know more about that. And then you want to know more about their life. And then next thing you know, even though you've only spent, you know, these little small, little 30 minutes here, five minutes there, but then you add it up over the weekend. Now I've spent, you know, several hours or multiple hours with this person potentially. Now you cascade that over three or four of these every year, you get together for two or three or four days. Then you cascade that over, you know, multiple years, multiple events. And then now you've, you've got the, the, the ability to grow legit friendships that are way more than just the game. So um, I just wanted to say that I just like, that's just one of the things that I noticed the most. It just kind of hit me about, about the game and the game is the game and all of that. Uh, but, but it just the ability to, to grow these friendships and 
I don't know. It was just, it was, just, it was kind of just allowed me to reflect and it's way more than just hero clicks for me anymore. Sorry to be sappy, but uh, it just, just hit me about how do we grow these relationships? Yeah. And, so, and it's all because of that downtime in between, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's true people, for sure. I've missed yeah. them over the past, you know, <laughs> many for years sure. now. I, I only went to like a few big international events before COVID and then just haven't had an opportunity since. So miss the people that I met there. That, that's it. And you don't, I didn't even realize how much I miss. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I just didn't realize even how much I miss some of the people, right? Because I mean, I, I'm in touch with them. We, we have messengers and all that stuff, but I don't know everything from a, a legit hug. Like Jay, you and Emily give the best hugs. I'll tell you, you guys, it's, Oh, I like to think that I and, give okay hugs. Thank you. But like everything from something as silly as that, to, I, I don't know. As I was, you know, we all get in the middle of the, those the, as we were all transitioning from room to room or hallway to hallway, and you're all packed in there really tight. Next thing you know, you're rubbing bodies against each other. Well, I mean, uh, P PJ and I are rubbing booties against each other, doing a little dance, and then next thing you know, just I don't know. All of it was just silly and fun and just laid back and. I don't know if Jay, if you can, if you if you echo this, but I didn't have a single bad game. Everybody was fun. Every interaction I had was fun. Um, even the the warehouse, you know, the Scott versus the warehouse stuff. That's still fine. I get it. Uh, I hope that you know, WizKids will do better next time. But overall, I think they did the best they could with the situation. And I don't know. It's just it was still it was exactly what my soul needed for sure. So it was a good weekend. Thank you for all that. That was really nice. I'm going to not make a joke and ruin that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess is, I guess there's going to be some upcoming silver. So I guess we should talk about the format as much as we can. I mean, Dial H put up all the sheets. We can talk about Easton's team. Um, it's dumb. I mean, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we, maybe we could talk a little bit about, uh, what would we like to see nerfed now that we've actually played? Because uh, I, I, I'm not normally the kind of person that will like whine, but like I, I feel like the fact that you can stop sign somebody turn one is a problem. Mm -hmm. Stop signs just shouldn't exist. Uh, here, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna can I? I like Sinestro, but like when it was, you know, when it was just Sinestro, it was all in good fun. But now, yeah. I'm gonna counter. I'm gonna counter. I'm actually okay with it. Here's why. You, it forces you to play diverse builds. It means you gotta have quake, you gotta have sidestep, you gotta have super strength, you gotta, you know, you gotta have those. The thing is, it forces you to have diverse builds, you know. And um, you can't also, if you, there are going to be some matchups you're just going to lose, and that's okay, right? If we don't have those, people need to be okay with that. And then you, then you just work on your rock, paper, scissors, and then you you just keep, you, you, you sharpen it a bit. I I will tell you, I played a one-man army, was not a problem all day. I mean, people people stop signed me. I had to get around it. I had to, like I said, I had to, I, I carried a guy with me all day that had a sidestep, right? And they had sidestep and quake and three damage. And that's, I, that's his whole job, was to sit there and do that. And I'm just saying, it's like, uh, you just have to build different. Just like anything else when it comes out, you got to adjust to it. I, don't, I think it feels oppressive just because we haven't adjusted to it, right? So you adjust to it, I think it'll be fine. I, I, I don't think it's as bad just because I think it's only bad because you haven't adjusted to it. That's my two cents. 
Sorry, that's a hot take. No, I mean, there's always like the question of what's the difference between a game element that's actually bad for the game versus one that you can build around. And like almost anything is possible to counter. Um, the reason I don't like stop signs is just like the play pattern of when you're not prepared for it is so bad where you just like basically don't get to play the game that I just don't think it's good design anyway. But like, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It's certainly possible to build teams that don't lose to it. But think about it, a one-man army, right? If I'm playing a one-man army and if you're playing a swarm team and I can stay away from you or, you know, or I have a high enough defense or whatever and you can't crack it, well, and that's, how, that's the same thing, right? It's just another another thing that does the same thing. I'm not a documented one-man army lover either, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm using it as an example. I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just using, yeah, but you can see what I'm saying. Still, it's an aspect of the game that needs to be there. I feel like it's important, right? Because again, different people play the game for different reasons and they get enjoyment out of it in different ways. And so I feel bad to say you can't enjoy the game this way, right? So. But it's such a fellowship way, winner way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've played a long enough time, and you've all, you know, most of us have played diverse enough builds, and you can find joy in any of those, you know, with enough effort. So that's all. I mean, it was it was theoretically nice to have access to the stop sign against uh, Easton playing Goblin King for sure. Uh, it didn't end up ever coming up. Uh, uh, so I was saving that for uh, for teams for um, single elimination, but yeah. Um, but like I, uh, could, I, I used to stop sign, and somebody, you know, again, they use the super strength against it, right? I think super strength needs to be. It's a. It's like required on your team. Power right now. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I was surprised. I think I don't think they were still legal. Those eight that Batman, right? I thought we'd see more eight Batman. Sidestep sure. and super strength is fantastic for fifteen. I loved points. those as like, I have fifteen points left and I can't equip all of my equipment back in the day. Exactly. But now well, that was my favorite example of the game has been so powerful. Nobody's playing like a fifteen point out with it as a break theme. Yep. I, that and that can move terrain, right? That's, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. So well now, but like before, but yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Uh, what about? Uh, I mean, I don't know, Devin. What were you? Where, where were you like seeing? Like, are you had? Do you think surfers like? I mean, I, I saw like multiple, multiple surfer teams. Yeah, I mean, like, there was top sixteen. That was like three of them. Yeah, there were one of them was it. <laughs> Yeah, one team had three on their team, Um, and then I don't know how many made the cut, but um, yeah, it's yeah, it's too good. I think it is weird that it like is a really expensive figure that gets better in multiples. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It combos perfectly with itself. So dumb. I mean, I think I don't know how many times when I was watching Easton's game where he was on top dial by turn three, two or three, right? that's that's a that's 350 uh, points actually you, then you give you have 400 well, 550 points against your opponent yeah to be fair i think the top dial is a little expensive fair enough fair but enough. You, you are wrong. yeah <laughs> yeah i guess if we're talking about eastern team i should uh, i have the list so uh scarlet witch two carnage surfers one with lightning and spectral and one with the black symbiote chip Venom Magneto, Carnage, Mad Jim. Uh, and then he, his equipment list was Angler, Emotional Modifier, 
Skybreaker. Oh, geez, that's dirty. Power Gem and Incandescence and, and uh, Brainiac. Uh, and then some Terrain Elevated. Stand I, I guess that's just, just two standard objects and an Elevated. Um, I thought he had a current. Oh, he does have a current. Yeah, so he has three characters with the symbiote keyword. So, yeah, the healing can get really out of control really quickly. Oh, it's, uh, and it's why you see Carnage, not the original. Yeah. Which does matter, because uh, some Super Senses. Yeah, yeah, Something like the... Super Senses. Just yeah, that trait is so good. The retaliation yeah. on the original is better, but when you can just get it global, global, one to Super Senses for 10 points, you take it. And you also That's, don't have I, the difference. I wonder if anybody played both. Like, that seems very plausible and very good. Yeah. It's understandable. If you can but afford the it. The <laughs> they had had the keyword. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that would be... Did he lose he... any games? I don't know if he... No, he was, he was undefeated all day. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. I mean, yeah, it is Easton. Like, I remember I saw him on... on you know, I, I knew he was going to be there, so I was obviously scared when I had to play him. And, you know, I expected him to do well. But, you know... It was, uh, it was pretty cool to see him just come back after not playing for a little bit and uh, just uh, still being as good. Like, that doesn't go away, which is just one of my favorite things about the game. Like, ultimately, yes, the game does change, but, like, you can clearly see the same people doing well over and over and over. So, yep. uh, I do like that. Yeah, I mean, my overall take on Silver as a format right now is still that it's just nowhere near solved. Like, there's so many game elements in that format. There's so many combos you can do, and we were seeing a lot of them. You know, we saw Easton with just modern, with extra items making it better. We saw Lucas with, like, a minimum attack of, I think he said, 15, with most of his combos because of Duke Thomas and uh, Iron Spider. It's like, you you can do truly ridiculous stuff that just makes it a completely different game. Yeah, the only problem, uh, the, the problem is that modern is just so out of control that it's basically. I think that if you made a rule that you were only allowed to play 10% silver gamble elements in the format, I don't think that it would actually change much. Yeah. Yeah, there'd be a few teams that had to change, like Mike's or uh, Lucas's Tri Sentinels, but. I wish they'd make it 50% had to be. I wish they would say 50% needs to be silver. I played that tournament. <laughs> That's what I think it uh, needs to be. Yeah, because then it it forces you to play with older elements. I think it. I don't know. I think something like like the old floor format, right? You had to use fifty percent from one from the latest set and fifty percent from whatever. Yeah, yeah, Joe's first clicks nexus tournament was that, but at four hundred points. Oh, perfect. That's exactly what I'm talking. I like those types of tournaments. Yeah, I like floor. So, I uh, I won that one out. with um, weird. Cosmic with Phoenix Sentinel. So. <laughs> yep. Two by two Magneto plus Phoenix Sentinel makes it pretty much impossible to avoid him. So. Gotcha. Thirty. Yeah, I didn't like see all of the top eight teams or anything. I saw a few yeah. of them. Anything um, else interesting? Um, animals are still uh, alive. Animals is still a real thing. Um, he, the, the guy, I forgot, I forgot his name. I'm sorry, sorry. But he played an almost animal team. Uh, it was um, Lockjaw, Two Maggots, Chip, Cosmo, 
maybe something else, but it was Carnage. Oh, and Kazar, <laughs> uh, Kazar, yeah. or Kazar, whatever. And then, and then Carnage on the, you know, the global Super Sense Carnage, the Legacy. And um, so he broke themes. That is a fine Carnage. way to break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just at the last second. I mean, I disagree with that off principle, but like with the way theme works now, and with the way that like you know, getting first, going first was fixed, I can understand why a little bit more. I mean, it was uh, it was effective. He did well. Um, yeah, he would come in and you know do his thing and uh, turn off whatever he needed to, and then just Cosmo uh, is a really good figure. Cosmo is yes. great. Fantastic. I I have yeah. been having trouble not building with Cosmo in modern. Yeah. I keep building teams and just like breaking theme for Cosmo at the last second. I'm like, all right, well, I'm like, what do I lose to? Hmm. All of these teams with reducers that I can't outwit. Okay, there's a Cosmo on the team now. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go. No, it's it. Yeah, that that piece is is fantastic. So I was surprised. Surprise is not the right word. I mean, I looked at animals and everything, and in my head, it just it was it was still. I think it was a good play, um, and he proved that it definitely was. Um, that's I think Esbrook was playing an interesting team. Uh, that was really really. I thought it was really neat. I think it was, or was that maybe? I think he played it here. It was a uh, uh, Bizarro Green Arrow. It, on the surface, this looks like a whole bunch of good stuff. It was Dark Phoenix, like a Wendigo, a Harry Leland. Um, I don't know, stuff like that. And basically what he does is, is oh, oh, it was Space Leo. That's his big thing, Space Leo. So Space Leo makes you roll for equipment, and if he rolls higher than you, you lose your equipment. So he hopes that everybody's running two to four or five equipment. And so if he gets one of those to go off, he gets to get up, go up ahead on points, and it's really hard to score points on him. And that's pretty much the team. That's an S that's how S you know it's an Esbrook team, um, and he played it really well. I thought he played. This is a really interesting one because it looks like a whole bunch of pieces that you can kill, and it's it's harder to kill than you think. So I thought that was pretty neat. Those are probably my two favorites that I saw that were significantly different than the rest. Okay. Um... I am gonna to start to get us wrapped up, but I will ask you. Uh, one more question. Uh, besides the obvious one, what was your uh, best moment for the weekend? My best what? Moment for best the weekend. Moment? Oh, moment. Oh, besides uh, the one big one, because that would be very obvious. Uh, you, you know, I'm just going to – I'd like to say just – can. it's the moment whenever I um, – I'm trying to think of a, how to put it. I was driving home. Um, and I was, uh, happy. Um, I was reflecting on the weekend and I was like, man, I've been stressed at work, man. I've had a lot of things going on in my life, man, 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 but damn, was this a fun weekend? And did I not think about any of that? Right. So it was a great way for me to, I mean, I use hero clicks to turn off my brain about life and, and it did exactly that for a few days. So that was the thing that I realized I did exactly what I wanted to do, which was have a break. And sometimes, you know, sometimes these, these trips can be, have their own stressors in it as well. And I had very little stress this weekend, just super fun. So that was my favorite moment was the realization that the weekend was exactly what I wanted it to be. Uh, I mean, I was just going to say hanging out with you because that uh, was just kind of, the most important thing I did that weekend is, uh, I mean, the, most, the reason I go to HeroClicks events is to spend time with people. I'm like, mm -hmm. we hung out a little bit in Florida, but then uh, 
after Emily and I were driving home from Devon's uh, on t- the Tuesday before the event uh, for practice, uh, she, we were talking about who we expected to be there. And she said that you were going to be there. And after Florida, I was like excited to spend more time with you. So hearing that you were going to be there was cool. So, yeah. Well, thank um, you. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, th- these are one of those weekends where I just, uh, I don't know, it just, it fills my cup up, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, getting hugs from you guys, getting hugs from everybody. I just, I don't know. It's, it's like, uh, I have friends in my life. I have things going on, but to go in here and you've got 50 people that just, they know you, they, and they, not only that though, you have not only 50 people that know you, you have a hundred people that really love the thing that you love. And so you've got an instant connection to start with. And then the rest just comes after that. So it's just, it's an easy weekend for me usually. So. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, and this on a good note, uh, sorry that Devin and Jackson didn't get to talk a terrible amount, but I always appreciate having you. And once again, very sad that uh, you didn't make it this weekend. Jackson, I would have liked to spend time with you. And I'm going to predict that uh, a world's my most good moment is going to be hanging out with you. So if I say it, don't try to act surprised, even though I'm saying this on a podcast that's recorded. But, you know, so. <laughs> I'm very excited for it. So, yeah, so uh, do either of you have anything you want to say just so you have a chance to actually talk? Um, not really. Oh, Devin. I'm all good. It was good hearing about the event. The event. Yeah. Lots of it is, a, it is just a little bit late in, uh, in the EST time zone. So, yeah. Can, uh, can I say one more thing real quick? One more oh, thing yeah. Uh, obviously, Perfect. you can. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Uh, First one, uh, Jackson, I think, didn't you get a map that was released this weekend? Right? I did, so yeah. Congrats. Congrats on that. It's a fantastic map. I have it. I think it looks great. It's awesome. Um, is that the explain? Is it the Legion of Doom? Yeah, we wanted to base it off of a, a Legion of Doom non copyright version. So we ended up going with gotcha. a, a swamp. I loved it. I think it's great. I think it's a cool map. It's a really cool map. So, thank um, you. It, it's one, and then the last thing I just want to say is it, thank you for having me. Um, Thank you for letting me be to just word vomit on everybody. Uh, not to be gross there, but just thank you for letting me, uh, for having me on. And uh, just, yeah, just thanks. Thank you. I think you're Dad. really good, sir. You're definitely welcome to come back anytime. So I hope this is just the first of many. So, yeah, uh, congrats to, I guess, uh, Jackson for the match. didn't say it yet. Uh, we did post a meme of it with your screaming face on it. Thanks for sending that to me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and obviously, congrats again to Mike for fellowship. Well-deserved. Uh, I was uh, very excited to be standing, to be uh, near you when that happened, so I could immediately give you a big hug. So, yeah. It, so that's it uh, for today. Says, oh, it, yeah. made me almost, it made me cry a little bit, guys. I was not expecting oh. that. Just thank Just anybody's involved, thank you. And just, yeah, thanks. If I had me say, I would have definitely uh, been one of the people, but I was not. So, yeah, uh, that's it for today. I want to thank the co-hosts. I want to thank our patrons whose support always helps us bring this content to you without paying out of money for the paying out of my own pocket for the privilege. If you want to become a patron for no reason and give us like a dollar, 
You can go to patreon.com slash JSA clicks. We have a patron discord, play access to episodes. And that's mostly it. I'm very behind on giveaways. So yes, uh, we have our Podbean affiliate links. If you want to host a podcast with them, or if you want to advertise with them, um, we have most of the usual social media, mostly the Facebook page and group. But if you're for some reason you feel compelled to still use Twitter, we do have a Twitter and Instagram. Um, I want to plug our show affiliates. Uh, Rana Adams has the Happy Little Hero, Happy Little Hero Clicks YouTube channel, Patreon. Aries has his Facebook page, Patreon, and everything that are dishing our clicks. And uh, I have, I'm contractually obligated to jokingly say, uh, to ask if you've heard of clicksnexus.com and also they have a Patreon. And I've never said it before, but they do. So I should probably add that. But that would ruin the joke. But they do have a Patreon, so I've said it at least once. Thanks so much for listening. And we hope that you make sure to have fun the next time we play here with clicks, whether it's competitive or casual.